0: Blink, blink, ding bling ding 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 ding
1: Welcome to ho ho, ho, ho yeah Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Amy Seasons Greet.
0: Hello. <laughs> 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 hi Santa Jackie I think that's what you were going for <laughs> yes I'm not a ghost I'm Santa the, the ghost of Christmas past <laughs> I've come Welcome. to show you your misdeeds yes I've
1: come to punish all the naughty children <laughs> and dr- drag them to hell <laughs>
0: <laughs> welcome welcome yes everyone hi hi jackie hi listeners and happy holidays
1: happy holidays! days how are you
0: i think they're probably pretty great Fine.
1: yeah good 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 good.
0: i'm gonna speak um, for all of them
1: good well i hope everyone's doing well mm. um this welcome to our our the,
0: Holiday episode. Mm Hmm. Ding Ding, dong, ding dong. dong. (laughs) 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 So what a lot lot of Christmas there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so good. Uh, (sighs) That is. The only thing on my Christmas holiday playlist is um, Mariah Carey. All I want for Christmas is you, and um, shit. I think it's Wham. (laughs) Oh, Last Christmas. Last Christmas, Christmas. I'll give give you my heart. The The very next day, you 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 gave it away. Give it away. (laughs) This year, (laughs) save me from tears. I'll give (laughs) it to I'm one special, special. <laughs> it's this all quality content. We should keep all of it in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely, we are definitely keeping all of it in.
1: Um, uh, the well, another Christmas song I like is that that other that other Christmas Mariah Carey song.
0: A Isn't that the same song? <laughs> <laughs> That's the same fucking song. I am cutting that
1: out for sure. No, I mean the other one. No. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. The 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 song I'm I'm talking about is... Christmas, no, no, that's alright. Christmas, Christmas. is that Mariah Carey? Well, I think it's a cover, but she does sing it. But I don't think she's the original.
0: What's your most hated holiday song?
1: (sighs) Ah, God, Uh, I don't know. I want to say just something. Oh, I have to say, uh, "Little Drummer Boy."
0: Yeah, that one sucks. Fucking hate that song. Yeah. Fuck that little drummer boy. Uh, my most hated is Paul McCartney, Wonderful Christmas Time. Oh, I. How does that go? Hate. Um, simply having it a wonderful, wonderful Christmas, Christmas time. time. Ugh. If you've ever worked retail and you've had to be subjected to the Muzak holiday CD, you've heard that at least eight fucking million times. And it it makes me wish that the guy who shot John Lennon actually shot Paul McCartney. <laughs>
1: Let's cross our fingers. All right, is Mark David Chapman still alive?
0: That's his name. I, probably not. I don't think
1: so. Does he have a son? <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
0: what are the odds here? What are we what are we looking at?
1: I don't know why our Christmas episode is starting off on such a, uh, a hateful, murderous. <laughs> <laughs> Just talking about all the people we want to die, but but no, I I i love christmas christmas is easily my top two favorite holidays next to halloween Mm -hmm. i love christmas and every time i say that somebody comes out from behind a bush and they're just like you only like christmas because you like getting presents and that's not true i actually can't stand (laughs) presents because it it stresses my mom out so much and she always feels like she hasn't gotten me enough presents every year and i'm just like it's not You know it's fine. I like everything, and every year she's just like, "I'm sorry, I failed Christmas." And I hate press. I hate the presents part. I love, I love the season. I'm naturally drawn. drawn, um, I'm naturally drawn to sparkly things. So I just, I love Christmas. (laughs) But what about you, Amy?
0: Uh, I am not the biggest fan of it all. I like the break. I like not having to work for a little bit. Now that I actually have a job where I can take a break, however, when I worked in retail, I really hated Christmas because there was no break. You got Christmas Day off and that was pretty much about it. Um, So, you know, props to all of you retail workers that are having to work Christmas Eve and the day after Christmas and all that bullshit. I've been there. It sucks. So, no, I I mean, I have become less Scrooge Grinch-like since leaving retail. However, I'm still not the biggest fan of it because it always makes me anxious because I also hate the present part of it. Like, I like, I love to give people presents. I love like going all out and getting them something that I know they're going to love and it's really cool, but I never have the fucking money to do it. So it just stresses me out. And when people are like, oh, what do you want for Christmas? I'm like, nothing because you're getting nothing from me. So please don't give me anything. So then I just feel guilty and I go down a shame spiral. So fuck Christmas.
1: Yeah, that's true. And, And yeah, to everyone that's working in a restaurant or retail, you're the ones that especially. Christmas you work and and I I've I realize as you say that Amy that I have just started to really soften up on Christmas the last few years just because I haven't worked in retail or in a restaurant the last two or three years so I'm Mm -hmm. I I have the luxury of enjoying it uh but yeah I feel you on that
0: right again I love I do like the the time you know like I like the cold weather. I love sparkly things as well. I love all the Christmas lights and Christmas trees and, you know, everybody just wants to be together and have a good time. I love that aspect of it, but pretty much everything else I hate. (laughs) (laughs) I just look forward to New Year's so I can get blasted and make out with somebody. I don't know who. (laughs) Every year it's someone different. (laughs) <laughs> I have to say I've been getting a little bit
1: blasted in the name of Christmas more often recently. Um, I've been having monster Sambuco Cocos uh, like on a, mm. almost a nightly basis. And what I've been doing is I just discovered Hallmark Christmas movies, which
0: are. Oh, no. Oh, my
1: God. They're so bad, but they're. If you could watch them with someone, you just spend a solid hour and a half make like just talking shit about this entire movie while you get drunk and it is so much fun. I just watched a movie the other night about a woman who she's like a busy city lawyer and she's too busy for love. And then she like <laughs> has to <laughs> she she's like a real estate attorney, I guess, and she has to sell an inn somewhere in like the Massachusetts countryside. So, of course, it's quaint and beautiful and covered in snow. But it's haunted. And (laughs) she... By
0: a very, very sexy, lonely ghost.
1: An extremely (laughs) sexy ghost. And (laughs) she falls in love. Spoiler. (laughs) She confronts this ghost and he... No. Yes. No, I
0: was kidding when I said a sexy ghost. I've
1: never... (laughs) She tries to get it appraised, but every appraiser like runs away screaming from the house. But she's like, I'm not putting up with this. I'm spunky and I'm a lawyer. And she like goes into the inn and she's the only one staying there. And uh, this ghost only haunts it around Christmas. So she's staying there and she confronts the ghost and he's like, get out. And she's like, I'm not going anywhere. And <laughs> they end up falling in love and... <laughs> Fucking true. They fall. She falls in love with a ghost, and then, like a Christmas miracle, he comes back to life. And
0: they... <laughs> true love of only if only people truly love the people that die, they would all come back to life. If only it's so Clearly. great. It's, Clearly, it's, you've never loved your dead person enough. You didn't love him enough. It's so great too because,
1: like, they discover that part of the reason he's he comes back every Christmas is that you know he was murdered and he never got to—I don't know—he never got to resolve things with his wife. Who, like, I mean, he's from like the turn of the century, and so he finally passes away and gets re- reunited with his like dead wife after a hundred years. And right when they're about to, like, go to heaven, he's, he's like, I gotta go back for my, (laughs) I gotta go back for my girlfriend. I, like, met her five days ago. I'm in love with her. And his wife is just like, all right, bye. (laughs) He goes back to Earth and (laughs) that's that's really good. I recommend, I recommend these Hallmark
0: Christmas movies. They're great. You know, I mean what the what the fuck <laughs> what the fuck is this I would have loved though if you had told me that like he came back to life but he was reincarnated so he came back as like a dog or a cat or like you know or like a baby that she has to raise and then falls in love with this this or like a tree <laughs> yeah it's just like dry humping a knot on a tree she's like, just like Aww. walking through
1: the forest one day and she looks at a tree and she's like i recognize that tree <laughs>
0: <laughs> that branch looks exactly like his ghost <laughs> so i i
1: cannot i cannot recommend i wish i could remember the name of it but i cannot recommend uh I, I, this is really getting me into the christmas spirit just getting hammered and watching terrible <laughs> ghost christmas movies. So,
0: I feel like even though you can't remember the name of it, I think a quick Google search of <laughs> Hallmark Christmas Ghost Man Comes to Life Christmas Story. I'll <laughs> You'll be able to find it instantly. Oh, t- sorry, my bells are still playing. I <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm going to look it up, but I bet you could like guess the name of it. I bet it's like really something that's really on the nose like The Spirit of Christmas or something like that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: Christmas comes once a year <laughs> Yeah And so does he <laughs> <laughs> so stupid.
1: That was so good That would be the best Christmas t- subtitle To that <laughs> That title, <laughs> including in it <laughs> your t- your tongue waggle
0: after you said that. <laughs> I want to know whose body he stole in order to come back. <laughs> no, it was just him. It was the same. Per- like he just turned to flesh. You know, if if I have learned anything from Harry Potter, people can't come back from the dead. There can be a pale imitation of them, but they will never come back from the dead. Okay, Hallmark. I think you need to brush up on your Harry Potter. Facts. Oh
1: my god.
0: It is you find the it? spirit of
1: Christmas. <laughs> no it's not. I swear <laughs> to god. I guess I did remember it. <laughs> Jesus. True love
0: comes for those who believe. Oh. <laughs> that is really on the nose. <laughs> well. Alright.
1: <laughs> anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying Christmas this year. That's that's good. Amy, do you have any any is there anything that you're asking for this Christmas? I know we just kinda shit all over presents, but is there anything you'd <laughs> like? If if you could have anything,
0: what would it be? Um, someone to pay my rent. <laughs> mm. Just for one month. That's all. Oh. Just one month's worth of rent. <laughs> that would be great.
1: <laughs> I dream about that. I always fantasize that my landlord's gonna be like, Guess what? You don't have to pay
0: rent this month because it's the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't I would I would kiss them right on the taint?
1: <laughs> Just one taint kiss, not, of course. <laughs> obviously, it's not
0: necessary. I'm doing this as a present. No, drop those drawers. Get in here. Get in here. <laughs> yeah. I have to show you where I'm appreciative.
1: Absolutely, one tiny peck on the taint.
0: Yeah, hell yeah, yes, That's worth it. Uh, oh my very God. much so. I don't consider myself worth much, so that, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good. That's a good uh, ask. Let's put it out. That's it. That's all I want. (laughs) Anybody, let me know if you want my Venmo. Please let me know. I will give it to you or PayPal or you know, if you just want to send me a check, that's fine too. I'll give you my address. Yeah, if it's all in coins, that's fine too. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Well, I
1: would like for Christmas those little tiny plastic hands you could fit on your fingers. <laughs> okay, that's something I'm looking for. Uh, is there a reason why? I've just always wanted some. I like I think they're so funny. Personally, I can't believe you don't already have any. Well, I bought a couple and I ended up giving them to my sister Samantha for Christmas a couple of years ago and I regret it all the time. I I just want to like put it on my finger and then pull my sleeve down so that <laughs> it looks like it's my real hand, you know, How mm-hmm, I do. Anytime I see anyone with those, I laugh so hard. Anyway, I would love those putting it out to the universe. Thank you, Santa.
0: Well, guess what? When you come here to Gainesville, I will take you to a place where I know that they have them in abundance. Oh, tiny. All the tiny hands that you could eat. <laughs> I thought you said all the tainty
1: hands that you could eat. I'm still stuck on I said t- on tinny.
0: <laughs> I did say tinny. I did not say tiny. I was hoping we'd gloss over that. <laughs> I almost did too. Anyway. Yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> we have killed a solid 20 minutes talking about Perfect. <laughs> Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> um, should we? We should probably do shout outs. Yeah. All right. So. Amy, let's get into shout-outs, shall we? Yay. Yes. All right. So this, uh, I have two shout-outs today. Both are from iTunes. One, the first one is from Lucy and Bobby Forever. Who's Lucy?
0: I think that's their name. Oh, okay. Well, who's Bobby? Mm-hmm. Bobby Hill. Okay. All right. Good Lord. Jackie. <laughs> I like,
1: like, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay and the subject is (laughs) and the subject is hashtag king of the hill always and it says this refreshing content reminded me that i'm not alone in my love of king of the hill your take on the episodes are hilarious and bring me back to the roots of why this show makes me so happy keep doing what you're doing because you're going to do great great things oh yeah lucy p.s Hashtag king of the hill always. King of the hill always, Lucy. And thank you. That makes me think of like a K O T H Harry Potter collab, you know? Always.
0: Oh my God, don't even. I would die. I would die to do that. Can
1: you think of two more opposite things like coming together? I would love to see
0: that. Maybe we could figure out a way to mash that up. Let's do it. New project.
1: All right. Potter Potter of the hill, king of the castle
0: order of the propane Ooh.
1: (laughs) and my next review is from i hope you suffer podcast which they have just i don't know if anyone has had the opportunity to check out their podcast but they are awesome and they're always giving us listener comments and just really just being super supportive of our podcast and we really appreciate it we gotta we gotta like Mm-hmm. talk to them in person sometime they just seem like such awesome people but this review is from i hope you suffer podcast and the subject is hashtag team peggy hell yeah oot, oot, oot. and it says the only woman i'm pimping from now on is sweet lady ho yeah and i'm <laughs> tricking her out all over this town hell yeah thank you yeah. i hope you suffer
0: podcast <laughs> i hope we make you a lot of money <laughs> 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 we're licking paints apparently so yeah just for the mere price of rent mm-hmm. that's all <laughs> imagine what i'll do for like i don't know a dinner <laughs> but yeah thanks so much it's awesome we definitely need to like chat with them and maybe do a crossover mm. Mm. okay so I also have two, and one is from iTunes, and it is from Davy Two D's, um, old Davy Two Dicks. So this <laughs> one's, <laughs> so this one, uh, the subject says moist for red corn. Mm-hmm. This podcast is educational and informative on King of the Hill, as well as having the host providing a piece of themselves to provide instantly infectious content. For the avid fan or casual observer, this is the podcast to make you smile and will be your best part of your drive. Aww. Your Tuesday mornings will be filled with glee as you will in each as you will anticipate, each episode with enough glee to ruin your pair of Sergio Valente jeans. <laughs> Thank you, guys, for going downtown on our souls. <laughs> I love that. My Thank you, Davy Two Dicks. Pleasure, pleasure. <laughs> Davy Two Dicks. My pleasure. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> and I have one more. And it's actually from Instagram. And I like this one because, Jackie, in the last episode, we gave a shout out to the people that follow us from not the United States, international listeners. But we just got a message from 398AOPP7. And they said, Howdy, ho-ya gang. Long-time listener. First-time caller here. Firstly, I'd like to thank you for my new number one pod. Oh. Secondly, congrats on the new job, Jackie. <gasps> thank you. Thirdly, and <laughs> thirdly, and most importantly, is that a cat's tiny meow that can be heard at 9.54 in the How to Fire a Rifle episode? Yeah. Best wishes from a listener in Sweden. Thank you. Thank you. And yes, that is probably a tiny cat's meow. That's probably Harriet's. And the episode before this one, you'll have heard her. We, I'm giving her... Finally, her voice on the podcast she's been she's been wanting to say hello to you all for a while. She demands it. She does that's so nice how
1: percep- what a perceptive ear this listener has. Thank- I know thank you so much.
0: I really had to listen hard for it. I had to go back and listen, and I was like, "Damn, that is good of they they got it.
1: I know somebody else mentioned like, oh, I thought I heard my cat meowing, but it turned out it was from the podcast, but I've listened to every episode, and I've never picked up
0: on that good good ear. I know super faint yeah it's a super faint meow but i'm gonna show you'll hear her again this episode
1: Ooh.
0: she demands she demands to be seen and heard and now that i've given her a little taste of the limelight
1: it, now she's she wants she has she wants
0: it, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was good that was good me all right Ooh. can you so see the spot those- of light here can- uh <laughs> eat it um Ow. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> anyway. We're a little bit a little
1: bit goofy from that live
0: live Instagram yeah, before. We we did a live Instagram and so we're feeling a little goofy. I drank something that was awful and um we're just on a high from being in front of people because that's always a little nerve wracking. Yeah, and everyone's so nice. <sighs> anyway,
1: should we get into the episode, Amy? For the love of God, yes. <laughs> 30 minutes into the recording. All right. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. All right. Let's get into this. A very, very Christmas episode. Air (laughs) date. December 21st, 1997. Oh, it occurred to me, Amy, when this episode comes out, it comes out on the 24th. So Christmas for those that celebrate is tomorrow.
0: Wow. Oh my goodness.
1: So Merry Christmas, Me- Merry Christmas bitches Christmas Eve, or to our international listeners, Happy Christmas. <laughs> Happy, Christmas. <laughs> Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. <laughs> Happy <laughs> Christmas, governor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you'll be unwrapping your crackers and your oranges. Oranges and your, you know, tuppins.
0: And your your sweaters, your Weasley sweaters, your jumpers, your jumpers. Oh my God! <gasps> yes, your jumpers.
1: Yes, and you'll be
0: pissing in your loo, and you'll be <laughs> and eating your roast <laughs> din <Din-din>. and din, and <laughs> and, uh... and paying for things in coins, not bills. And after. <laughs> yeah, just a sack of coins. And after
1: <laughs> dinner, you'll have your puddings. <sighs> well, anyway, let's get into it. <laughs> the Unbearable Blindness of Laying. Uh, and you may have noticed, we, uh, we haven't mentioned it, but we're still in season two, but we have jumped slightly ahead to episode 11. So we're just a little out of order, but we wanted to, of course, do a Christmas episode. So here we are The Unbearable Blindness of Laying. Opening scene. It's Christmas time in Arlen, Texas. Everyone is getting out their festive string lights and hanging them up on their houses. We get a little peek inside of uh, who, who uh, like Bill's house or Boomhauer's house. And they're like
0: Boomhauer's,
1: like untying his lights. Uh, Bill is what, hanging up his lights. I don't know. Somebody's People are hanging their lights up. I know we definitely boom
0: hour. Yeah, boom hour just dumps a box out and then he plugs it in. That's right. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't do anything with them. He just has a tangle of lights. <laughs> we we
1: cut to the hills house and Hank is just finishing up putting up all his Christmas lights, and now they're getting ready to head to the airport. They are heading to the airport to pick up Hank's mother Tilly and her new boyfriend a jewish man named gary kasner right off the bat you can tell that hank is uncomfortable with the idea of his mom having a romantic partner he seems Mm -hmm. like he's just looking for any excuse to not like this guy they're at the airport and they're waiting for his mom and gary to get off the plane and his mom you know as they're waiting hank's complaining about this guy gary already even though he hasn't even met him and he he's telling Peggy he's convinced, you know, this guy's going to use mom just like a footstool, just like, just like dad did, you know, like he's going to treat her like crap, just like Cotton. Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, Which, I mean, I kind of get where Hank's coming from, because they cut to that shot of him literally, Cotton literally using her as a footstool while she cleans. I mean, she was terribly... Abuse domestic abuse from from Cotton like if I was Hank I would also be super suspect of any guy my my mom was was hanging out with.
1: Yeah, I'm sure that's a I'm sure that's a huge part of it. I, I've never fully considered the trauma that Hank went through seeing his mom so horribly abused by Cotton, but oh, yeah, I'm sure he must be not only is he uncomfortable with the idea of like, romantic feelings or regular feelings or or relations Of any kind, but certainly not with his mother. And I'm sure he's already defensive of her to begin with. So it's hard for him to think of her as being someone's romantic partner, for sure.
0: Yeah, of her having sexual needs.
1: Yeah. And this Mm. this scene is interesting too that they're at the airport waiting for them because this is again a pre nine eleven world where they are able to just walk right up to the the gate where people Mm -hmm. get off the plane. uh, yep. and I just kind of forgot that that used to be a thing. You know, now we have to wait Me like too. a mile away by baggage claim.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. I know. I I I didn't even realize like that was a post nine eleven rule that came into play. But yeah, definitely.
1: Oh yeah, that changed right after nine eleven. But his mom and Gary walk off the plane first his mom walks off because gary's off using the bathroom and his mom uh, says something about how good it is to see her son and she grabs him by the hand and holds it and hank is so uncomfortable with any sort of public or physical display of affection he's just like mom like we're in public you know and then gary (laughs) comes out from you know, using the restroom and he meets them and immediately gives them a big hug and a kiss. So we're talking about two very different individuals here. Then the group returns home and Hank cannot hide his discomfort with the idea of his mother sleeping with another man inside his home. He arranges for his mother to sleep in the den with Luann, while Gary uh, uh, sleeps on a cot in Bobby's room.
0: God, And I mean, you know, more power to them for actually going along with it as opposed to just being like uh what or i'd be like that's ridiculous we're not doing that or being like you know what we're gonna get a hotel room yeah yeah it's so weird so more power to them for actually doing it yeah because i would have been like uh go fuck yourself son
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah seriously hank is very uptight so everyone goes to bed in their separate rooms uh that night, a sleepless Hank walks into the living room where he finds Gary eating. He's sitting on the couch and he's eating a plate of food. It's like late, probably around one twenty a.m. Gary invites Hank to sit with him on the couch while he snacks on some chicken fried steak and attempts to share his feelings about Tilly with Hank. Gary's clearly very open with his feelings. Hank immediately becomes uncomfortable and cuts Gary off by abruptly grabbing the remote control and turning on the television. A late night televangelist program is on and we see a televangelist guy on there trying to cure someone's hiccups.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So good. I love this part. Doesn't work at first, so he scares them.
1: (laughs) I I love that part. He's just like, hiccups be gone. And then (laughs) it doesn't work. The guy's still just like and (laughs) I love on like the third attempt. The televangelist is just like, oh, well, I guess nothing's going to work. And he starts to walk away. And then he, like, turns around and he's like, Be gone. And the guy's just, just like (laughs) screams, like, "Ah." huh? Anyway, they, (sighs) Hank puts this, he just, like, turns anything on on the TV and he puts this on. And Gary's just like, Oh, you, like, believe in this? And Hank's just like, Oh, yeah, this is, this is my favorite show. I I swear, this is my favorite show. And so I, I, you know, please, No talking while my favorite show is on. And, you know, it's just his way of getting Gary to kind of shut up about his feelings because he can't handle hearing Mm -hmm. about Gary's feelings, especially about his mother. Mm -hmm. The next morning, Hank, Peggy, Luann and Bobby pile into their car and head. (laughs) They head off for a middle school basketball game. (laughs)
0: i I love that scene you think they're gonna go to like a big ass basketball game he's like all right mom if you want to stay here but it's not like uh these this kind of eighth grade team comes along all that often i know
1: (laughs) (laughs) shortly after they leave though hank turns the car around and heads back to the house when he realizes that he forgot his giant styrofoam finger gotta have that (laughs) When Hank enters his house, he sees his mom and Gary's robes scattered about the floor,
0: and Mm -hmm. he hears
1: a repetitive thudding sound coming from the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Like we kind of hear his inner his inner thoughts, and he just thinks something along the lines of like, "Oh, you know, Gary's making my mom do laundry. I guess that must be the dryer." And look, he just threw his clothes on the ground. (sighs) Hank, this poor dumb baby. heads to the kitchen to in- to investigate the source of the thudding noise. He peeks through the doorway of the kitchen, and what he beholds is so horrifying, it's so shocking and upsetting, he immediately goes blind. <laughs> At this moment, the camera does a bunch of quick cuts to different close-up shots of Tilly and Gary. I love it. We see hands, legs, feet... And other body parts all nude and intertwined and all covered in
0: liver spots. <laughs> and Tilly's like thin, papery, thin mouth, just in the biggest grin that she could ever have. She is oh. she's getting it good. Yes.
1: <laughs> this is when we see that Gary and Tilly are boning. They are mm. doing it. And they're doing it. Right on top of Hank's kitchen table. And Hank has just witnessed this. And now his body <laughs> is shutting down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, um, that is
1: alarming. <laughs> that is alarming. I, up until this point, I've been like, Hank's being so ridiculous and so uptight. And this is crazy to make them sleep in different rooms. But but at, at this moment, I, I have to take Hank's side just a little bit. You know, if you're staying the weekend at someone's house, d- just don't have sex. It there's no, it's a
0: weekend. You can get through. You can
1: get through it. First of all, like no one wants. The truth is, no one wants you boning on their like sheets or their bed or their couch, let alone their kitchen table. And second of all, they can hear you.
0: (laughs) I know you think you're being quiet. There's no way they can hear you. You can hear everything.
1: Absolutely, and nobody wants to hear you. Okay, so it's it's rude. It's rude.
0: So unless you're like both standing up. On carpet, and also just the only thing that's touching are your genitals and no other part of your body. Everyone can hear, and you have to be completely silent. Yeah, <laughs> don't touch any furniture. Nothing. <laughs>
1: oh, so, the you know the points off for that, Gary and Tilly. Uh, Hank goes blind <laughs> from shock.
0: <laughs> He's Peggy, oh, oh my god!
1: <laughs> oh, god. <laughs> Poor poor Hank. Peggy, (laughs) Peggy takes Hank to an ophthalmologist. The doctor can't find anything physiologically wrong with Hank that would account for his loss in vision. Hank asks the doctor if it's possible for a person to go blind after witnessing a horrific event. The doctor tells him that it is possible such a condition is called hysterical blindness and that it typically is a temporary disorder, usually lasting a few days or weeks. The doctor notes that it's possible for this disorder to be resolved sooner if the person is able to confront the emotional
0: trauma that caused them to go blind. (laughs) Oh my god. I love that scene with the ophthalmologist where he's just like, Look, if you ever he's like, I can't really help you with this. He's like, but if you want to finally admit that you poked yourself in the eye, I can help you with that.
1: Yeah. (laughs) When you're finally able to admit it, let me know and I can fix you right up. (laughs) Later during the ride home, Peggy tries to get Hank to tell her about this horrific event he may have witnessed. Hank is hesitant at first, but eventually tells his wife he saw his mother and Gary, quote, in the throes of activity.
0: (laughs) Peggy cannot
1: fathom Hanks' reaction, calling him a big baby, although she is put off by the fact that they were doing it on her kitchen table.
0: Rightly so. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I I would, I would get a new table.
0: I just, I would be like, come on, you couldn't have just walked the couple of feet to the couch or the bedroom.
1: I know it's not good on a kitchen table. I know it's not good.
0: It's a kitchen table. Hurt. Yeah, that shit. That that table better be made out of like steel and like straight up oak that's been 500 that's like a 500 year old tree because otherwise that bitch is breaking right underneath me yeah (laughs) that is not gonna happen and
1: pillows because it's just a hard square surface I'd rather like I mean it would be more comfortable to do it on grass or up against a wall there's no reason (laughs) I know (laughs) anyway On Christmas morning, Hank is unable to fully participate in family activities due to his blindness. You know, he's handing out gifts to the wrong people. He ends up accidentally knocking over the tree at one point, but he's also being very snippy with Gary. Peggy tells Hank he will never get his sight back if he doesn't confront the trauma that triggered the blindness. Hank, of course, has no interest in confronting his trauma. And instead, he ends the conversation by asking Peggy if she's going to drive him to his father's house or not. Um god I I don't know. I do I feel bad for Hank. I feel bad for Hank at this moment cuz like ugh, I he's already so uncomfortable and then the idea that you actually have to confront your mom and her boyfriend about what you saw. I I could never bring that up to a parent. I don't think.
0: No. No, I know. It's not like being like, "Hey, you, you know, it's not like going to I, I don't know. I mean, what do you, what do you even do with this? I mean, clearly he gets it like it's, it resolves at the end of the episode, but I mean, what is it, mom, you know, I'm blind because I saw you having sex. Sorry that you, you having sex is so horrifying and traumatic to me that I went blind. Yeah. <laughs> also. But I just need to talk this through with you. God. <laughs>
1: oh my God. <sighs> god i do feel bad for hank it would be hard for for anyone but he he especially
0: i can't imagine the world's most uptight man yeah trying to have that kind of he can't even say i saw my mom having sex to peggy his wife i
1: his urethra must be
0: so tight i i'm surprised he could piss it must take it must take him at least a 10 minutes to go pee
1: (laughs) god poor hank poor hank
0: all right comes out and drops.
1: Yeah, absolutely or it just like sprays out real fast like a hose was squeezed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, so so he's ready to go to his father's house for christmas so we cut to hank in the passenger seat of his truck on his way to his dad's house he initially seems relieved to be getting away from his mom and gary for a little bit until he realizes that peggy is not driving the truck it's gary Gary's driving the truck. Peggy has tricked Hank. Hank she as- pulled the
0: switcheroo.
1: <laughs> she did. Uh, Hank asks Gary to turn the truck around and take him home, but instead Gary takes him to Cotton's house. During the short visit at Hank's dad's house, Cotton talks disparagingly about his ex-wife, Tilly. Gary is of course terribly offended to hear the awful things Cotton says about Tilly. Like, oh god. He's such a evil little fucking man like the things he says about tilly are so shitty and then and then gary gets offended and he's like you know i'm not gonna stand here and listen to you talk about tilly that way and then cotton turns to hank and he's just like one man's trash is another man's treasure it's just like such an <sighs> asshole
0: I know, and you know, fucking props to Gary, you know, he's, he's doing what Hank has never been able to do. Granted, of course, you know, Hank has lived in an abusive home and that was, you know, standard for him and he's afraid of Cotton, but you know, props to Gary for being like, don't you fucking talk about the person that I love that way because I will, he's like, I will kick the shit out of you right here, right now. Bring it on. Yeah. You little tiny man. God. So good for him. Cotton is such,
1: so awful. So Gary tells Cotton off and he leaves the house telling Hank he'll just wait for him outside. Hank leaves Cotton's house shortly thereafter. And Gary's like, Oh, you didn't have to leave early on my account. Um, but right at this moment, we hear Cotton screaming some bullshit at Dee, Dee from inside the house. And, you know, then Hank's basically like, yeah, it's probably about time to leave. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Uh, so on the drive back, Gary unexpectedly drives Hank to the tent cathedral where the televangelist from that we talked about earlier uh, holds mm. his services. Gary tells Hank, "You know, listen. I think I think I know what's happening here. You saw your mom and me going at it on your kitchen table, and <laughs> now you're blind and uncomfortable and upset with me. And I know this televangelist guy is your favorite." you know, your favorite TV show. So I thought I'd take you here and maybe this guy can help you get your sight back. Hank is touched by this gesture from Gary. He admits that he doesn't really believe in this faith healing stuff. He says to Gary, you know, this is such a nice gesture. I really appreciate it, but I don't get it. I've been such a turd to you, you know? (laughs) You're kind of annoyed by me. Why are you going through all this trouble to help me? And Gary tells him it's because he loves Tilly so much and Hank shares that his mom is, quote, very fond of you, too. <laughs> um, that, that's not such a bad thing.
0: <laughs> oh.
1: Gary's reaction to this is so sweet. He just looks so happy. He's got, like, this big smile and he gives Hank a hug. Shortly thereafter, the televangelist comes up to Hank and attempts to, quote, unquote, heal Hank's blindness. He screams... Blindness, leave this man! (laughs) Uh, Right at this moment, Hank just happens to regain his sight, and the first face he sees is Gary's smiling at him. It's a miracle. Aww. And later, the last scene we see is uh, during the credits, and everyone's at dinner, they're, they're having Christmas dinner together, and out of nowhere, Hank declares that this is, quote, the best Christmas ever. And it's very precious. And Aww. that is the episode.
0: Yay! Well done, Jackie. Thank you. It is a sweet episode. And, you know, I love Gary. God, I love that guy. What a what a sweet, understanding man. I love his and Tilly's matching jogging outfits, jogging tracksuits. I know. They're so great. Um, yeah. I mean... Yeah. It's great. You know, it's, it's nice that Hank finally, like he comes around and it sucks that he had to go blind and have to see his mom getting pounded, but you know, <laughs> it was all for a good reason in the long run. <laughs> I, know.
1: I know it really forced him to, to, uh, confront his feelings and to work through his feelings. And, and he's better off after the fact just the fact that just, the fact that he says at the end, this is the best Christmas ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's huge. That's so touching. You know, you could go through something like that and still feel like this is the best Christmas ever. I mean, he never gets to talk about his feelings or he never gets to feel safe talking about his feelings. And now, now he gets to, and I can't imagine what a weight off of his shoulders
0: that must be. Yeah. He literally got his eyesight back from it. Yeah. Yeah. so
1: speaking of gary we we do have a couple guest stars this episode yes we do gary is played by or gary is voiced by carl reiner who i i'm more familiar with his son rob reiner but carl Mm -hmm. reiner is basically a comedy legend i Mm -hmm. wanted to find a way to nutshell him but he's done so much he has a prolific comedy career he's worked with so many people like mel brooks dick van dyke mary tyler moore steve martin he's done tons of broadway co-wrote and directed several movies acted in several movies so he's just he's he's just huge absolutely huge
0: i mean yeah his his credit list was massive i mean he's done a lot of voice work as well voice acting yeah he's 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 super famous yeah he's
1: huge and then our other guest star, who voiced Tilly, was
0: none other than friggin' Tammy Wynette. Which I was blown away. I did not realize that was her. I mean, yeah. another legend, but a country music legend.
1: Yeah. She was huge in the 60s and 70s. Mm-hmm. Um, I, She's known as the first lady of country music. Mm-hmm. I think the song I know best by her is Stand By Your Man.
0: Yeah. That's her Um, biggest one. That's her biggest song. And it's a great song. She has what a beautiful voice. She has a beautiful voice. Yeah, it's very sad that she she passed away at such a young age at 55 in 1998. So that's why the Tilly and former like next series and seasons is voiced by someone else, which I didn't think to look up I should have.
1: I know. I didn't. I didn't realize that she. I've. I of course have heard of her, but I didn't know she died so young. And, and like you said, Amy, when I looked it up, she passed away only three and a half months after this episode came out, and she was only fifty-five years old. It's
0: crazy. I know. I know. Super young, and I mean, she had pretty bad addictions uh, to to painkillers but she had like i mean almost they said i was reading about almost like 30 surgeries for different various like physical medical problems so no wonder she was addicted to painkillers but yeah, no, yeah she, she had
1: like a long history of like surgeries like for mm-hmm. quote-unquote medical issues yeah that makes yeah. yeah
0: yeah so she but i mean you know that i was as I was like looking up this stuff, I looked at I was looking at different music videos of her, and there's this really great one where Johnny Cash is like introducing her to like sing her song Stand by Your Man. And he's just like staring her down so hard. And I'm just like, God, she must be, she looks really uncomfortable right now. Cause he's leering at her. And I'm just Ew, uh. like, Johnny, take a step, a half step back because you're practically on top of her right now. <laughs> but she i mean and her voice is just incredible. Oh yeah. Can we agree that that guy's gross? Yeah, definitely. Love his music. I mean a, that guy's a scumbag. A legend. Yeah.
1: Love his music,
0: but you know. <laughs> fucking scumbag. That's... There's no doubt about that. Great. <laughs> yeah. I mean you can love somebody's work but still acknowledge that they're not a good person.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, she's she's amazing. That's that's really funny though. That's really not funny, but <laughs> Maybe I'll link it. Yeah, you should. That'd be awesome. Um, I was, of course, getting... I got most of my synopsis from King of the Hill fandom wiki. And I noticed on the page for this episode that they noted that Chuck Mangione was also a guest star. But I didn't see him in the episode. Did you? No. I I didn't. And I, I watched the episode twice and then I saw that and I watched it one more time and i didn't see him so i don't know if if he's just somewhere hidden in the background but you know let us know i don't know
0: hold on hold on i got to i got to look this up cuz if you look it up on um imdb it lists like the voice actor so maybe it'll say like which i didn't one see he him wrote. on imdb okay they must have that must not be right yeah cuz you know we keep an eye out for our for our chuck i'm looking for him always Oh, this episode was directed by Wes Archer.
1: Oh, hey! Yeah! Our good friend.
0: Our bud. It was directed by him. It's a good episode. It is a good good episode. Cut that it was a good episode part out. (laughs) That sounds so lame. (laughs) It was good! I like it! It good! (laughs) Shout out to you, Wes. Thanks for doing this episode. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So, Amy, any favorite quotes or moments from the episode?
0: Of course. However, I do want to say, did you, do you, I like that the, um, the title of this episode is a play on that, that book, the book, The Unbearable Lightness of Being by Milan Kundera. Have you ever mm-hmm. read that book?
1: No, I haven't. Have you?
0: Yeah, but I mean, I was like in high school and I was, it was way beyond my comprehension. It's basically just like a super ex, exos- like esoteric book where you're just like this, everything that's happening means something else and I'm not picking up on it. <laughs> But I'm sure if I read it now, I probably still wouldn't fully get it, but I would be able to like read about it and then be like, oh, okay.
1: <laughs> you know, I went through a phase where I was, I reread, I was in my late 20s. I reread all the books from high school that I either didn't read at all, even though I was supposed to, mm-hmm. or couldn't remember. And they were all so radically different to my 28 year old mind compared to my 17 year old mind. I I appreciated them so much more.
0: I know. It's so interesting. And I think that, like, that's part of the, like, with books, like having to read books in high school and stuff. Like, I mean, I love to read and I always loved reading in high school, but the books that you're supposed to read are being set to you by adults, by people who have a fully formed brain and have had, like, life experience. So they understand the books and they're just like how are you not getting like this means this and it's just like because I'm fucking 16 17 years old all I care about is like going to parties and that's it. So uh, no I don't understand what they're trying to say.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't have the insight or the life experience to like read between the lines like right or it's even hard just hard for the me education. Under- yeah. It's hard for me to understand something that's like concrete, let alone something so abstract.
0: <laughs> I know, but I do love that the, I just, great play on like the, the book title in this. Like, it's just, it's good. Yeah. That, I'm glad you brought that up. It's awesome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I do have quotes, but how about you? Yeah, I,
1: I have a lot from this episode that I really like. Um, one of my f- favorite ones is from Peggy, and it's when she's trying to find a way to incorporate Gary's uh, Jewish faith into their Christmas, and she says to Hank, I was thinking of picking up a miniora, so we... (laughs) could celebrate Chanukah and make Gary feel at home. And Hank's like, what? And she's just like, I just think it'd be nice to honor his traditions, too. Bobby could blow out all the candles on Chanukah Eve and make a wish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And then he ends up doing that later in the episode. You see him, like, blow all the candles out and everyone claps. <laughs> I know, like, Gary's
0: such a good sport. He's like, yeah, all right, let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> i know bobby everybody claps and then hank like he's like what happened did somebody drop a dish (laughs) (laughs) like that like good job oh well done yeah (laughs) oh i know i love Uh, that part too
1: i think Uh, like the only thing i i really made note of was i just love i love how dale and bill are just kind of lightly teasing hank throughout the episode about being blind and all of their all of their digs are just like a little bit off like um one i wrote down was from dale and he just says hey hank how's the weather
0: oh right you're blind (laughs) i know i i wrote the same thing so hold on i wrote the same thing as it just cracked me up because i was like they're so bad at ribbing on hank like they're so dumb so um it's when they're all they're all sitting in hank's uh living room and bill goes yeah hey hank what am i thinking you can't see (laughs) you can't see what i'm thinking (laughs) (laughs) so dumb i know i think
1: bill also tries to like make a make a joke like uh about like i don't know hey hank like you know, someone's on the phone for you. Ha ha, you're blind.
0: I know. Hey, Hank, you're not wearing any pants. (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha. I know. I love that um, Hank uses the giant foam finger as like his, his like sight stick where like, he's like using that as a way to like get around. He thinks it's helping him. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, of course I love Bobby just being so into how Gary speaks and like, yeah, that's so Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just Jewish. <laughs> yeah, and and he's from the Bronx. He's yeah, he's not. <laughs> but I love uh, when Hank comes back. He's like, oh, I'm blind now, and and Bobby goes blind. He's gone now. <laughs> <laughs> blind. He's gone now. <laughs> <laughs> and Peggy when she's trying to get pa- uh, pink. <laughs> <laughs> Peggy, when she's trying to get Hank to tell her, like, what did he, he, what did he see that made him go blind? She was like, you know, is it a thing or a person or a vegetable? Just tell me. <laughs> Jackie, have you ever seen one of your parents having sex? I was dreading you ask me.
1: <laughs> you knew I would. I have, and it was so upsetting. I will. All I'll say is. <sighs> god i can't it was so upsetting it truly messed me up for 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 years and years and years i cannot say more than that because it was so upsetting so i truly i truly empathize with hank have you have you have you was
0: it butt stuff
1: no it was just <laughs> happening <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> so <laughs> oh my god no i have not seen it but i've heard it and hearing it is like i mean it i mean i can only imagine seeing it is i mean uh, god awful but hearing it is like oh. at first you're not quite sure you're like no. you're like what is that so you listen a little harder so you oh. really get a good earful of what's going on and it's just like oh <laughs> And then you just take off running. You don't know where you're going. You're just running away. And I was just like, oh, oh, my God. Also, let me let me include this little part in there. It was while I was having a sleepover with one of my friends and they proceeded to go to the door and put their ear up against it to listen even better. No. And I was like, you freak nasty bitch. Get out of here. What are you
1: doing? Oh, no. And now, like, it's one of those things
0: where from now on, any, any sound you hear, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, is that? Oh, yeah, you just don't it? leave after like 9pm. You just cannot leave your bedroom for no, no matter what. You just, you don't want to risk hearing it.
1: Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's the worst thing ever.
0: <laughs> it really is. And so, you know, you. I mean, I'm surprised I didn't go deaf, because I understand why Hank went blind. God absolutely i oh God, awful,
1: awful, I'm sorry for anyone that's happened to it is terrible. you should tell us
0: your stories, though,
1: yeah, sure, I'll listen to someone else's story,
0: yeah, definitely, not my own i'll I'll listen to someone else's if you guys can bear to tell us it might be good, it might be cathartic, therapeutic for you to talk about this, sure, let <laughs> not- know, when you heard your heard or saw your parents banging it out, yeah,
1: take. <laughs> Take the time to recollect it and then to type it out. <laughs> the slowest <laughs> process of remembering.
0: <laughs> you Writing something so, out. You'll feel so free. You'll feel like years of trauma have been lifted off of your back and placed onto us. We're willing and to then, take it. And then you can listen back to it again when we
1: read it on the internet.
0: And we laugh about it. We laugh real hard. Doesn't <laughs> that does sound good? That that, send good them in. I mean, if that's not healing, I don't know what is. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
1: Amy, any Ladybird sightings, any Dale ass sightings?
0: Ladybird, no Dale ass. We saw a lot of skin, but no
1: butt cheeks. We're looking for one ass in particular. We mm-hmm. did not see it. We did
0: not. Who? Uh, Could we get into listener comments? Um, One moment. I want to make sure I don't have any more comments from me. <laughs> Can you
1: tell I'm just running away from this.
0: Yeah, whole I can, conversation. I can, I can tell you, your <laughs> whole affect has dramatically changed. I'm sorry I asked. <laughs> 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 oh, I do have, I do have another one that I love. So, well, Hank is blind. He says, he's like Jesus. If you're up there, what I'd really like for Christmas <laughs> is my sight back and a wrench set. Well, yes. maybe I should be talking to Santa about that. <laughs> 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 and Gary's standing right there, hearing the entire thing, but Hank can't know. see him. I know. Uh, uh, I know. I love it, like when Hank realizes that it's Gary in the car taking him. This is little ha ah, wa, wa and then he's Peggy. <laughs> his, little, his little pathetic Peggy. Peggy, is that, that's not you. <laughs>
1: Okay, so Listener Comments, Amy. Yes. Shall we get into some Listener Comments? Yes, we shall. And we have a song this week, a Listener Comments song from AJ. I actually haven't listened to it yet, so let's see what's what.
0: Listener Comments. That's it. Oh. Oh! I know, a little a little shorty. I love it. I know. Thank you AJ. Thank you AJ. I love the guitar. Sounds yeah. very nice. I like that people are
1: starting to uh, add instruments to it. Not necessary, of course, but
0: very impressive. Yeah, and very appreciative. Nope. Yes. Very ap- and very appreciated. You got it. <laughs> Shut up. We forgot we did ask for Christmas stories. So we should. Oh, yeah. We only have like two. So. All right. Let's read them. Yeah. So we got an email. Uh, Oh, wait, wait, wait.
1: Sorry. Before we move on, uh, if you want to send in your own listener comment song, please, please (laughs) send them in always uh, to hello at hoiapod.com. And we will take anything. So we will. We really
0: will. Thank you. All right. Christmas stories. So we got one from April. It's an email. It says Christmas memory. Says, years ago, I was in New York with my ex on Christmas week. Being Jewish and from Israel, we were totally psyched about getting to experience an American Christmas. It was very beautiful and exciting, especially since he had never seen snow in real life. Just after sunset, it started snowing heavily. The streets emptied out, and we were pretty much alone out on Broadway on Christmas Eve. Walking around together in the bitter cold with the snow piling up around us. We were so happy and felt like singing, but not knowing any Christmas carols, we just sang songs from A Nightmare Before Christmas at the top of our lungs. (laughs) We were near the. This is Halloween! This (laughs) is Halloween! (laughs) (laughs) Uh. We were near the end of our relationship then, and we broke up a couple of months later. So that memory remained as one of the last times we honestly enjoyed being together. Merry Christmas to both of you, April. That is such a lovely, I I have such a vivid picture in my head of that. And it must have been gorgeous. You know, know, right at sunset with snow falling, it probably looked really glittery. And it was nice and cold. And you being the only ones out there, which just sounds impossible, but it also sounds awesome.
1: What a beautiful story! Thank you for sharing that, and I love I love the image of uh, uh songs from the Nightmare Before Christmas. I
0: know what's I the Boogeyman song? I
1: can't, I can't remember that one. I can't remember. It's on the tip of my tongue. I can't remember it either. I only have this says Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> and so we have. I think we have one more. All right, I have not read either of these, so. Let me see if I can find this
0: other one. Hey, can I can I share Harriet's Christmas story? Yes, do tell Harriet. Harriet, what's your story? Yeah? <laughs> what else? What else? Yeah? Oh, my God. I got Harriet right around Christmas.
1: Oh. Mm-hmm. Wow, what a good story, Harriet. It had highs (laughs) and it had
0: lows. (laughs) All the best stories, do.
1: All right, and here's a little Christmas story, a a little teensy-tiny one from Art Simone on Instagram, and it just says, 2017 Christmas, my boyfriend and I told his whole family we are pregnant. So did his bro. Aww.
0: And then two
1: two emojis uh, laughing, crying.
0: Aw. All right, so let's get into some... um... Some listener comments, huh? About the episode. All right. So we got from Thunder Muffin. Oh, yeah. This episode is amazing. And I'm not just saying that because I'm Jewish, but it helps with a little Hanukkah (laughs) emoji. Hanukkah (laughs) emoji with a a menorah emoji. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. Adam Struve said, your podcast is so Arizona. (laughs) Bryce
1: 963 says, You won? I should watch some old people fuck. <laughs> 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 R- rough dupe. Nope. I was going to say rough dupe Ruffed goose. Up goose. <laughs> R- roughed up goose says, When I see some ass, I'm going to kick it is absolute gold.
0: <laughs> uh drusifer to a nightgown i'm going to wear this when i get older <laughs> <laughs> hank passes uh, luann's gift to bobby because he can't see what he's doing and so bobby's yeah. like he gave it to me it's like this pretty <laughs> little pink nightgown
1: microformed says i love how hard gary stands up for tilly when fighting with cotton what a solid dude couldn't agree more
0: yep they also said did you open the microwave door before the ding <laughs> <laughs> So Peggy asks Hank at the ophthalmologist. Like, what did you do? <laughs> oh, underscore
1: Instagram also said the next time I see some ass, I'm kicking it. That's when uh, <laughs> the guys are just making fun of Hank relentlessly and he's just like, the second I see you guys are going down.
0: <laughs> Mozzie C137 Boomhauer dropping the box of tangled Christmas lights at his window and plugging them in. <laughs> <laughs> I like that part too. <laughs> Uh Brandy,
1: Brandi, I, Brandy, Travis. Good God, wake up, speak on. I think it's just Brandy Travis. <laughs> <laughs> Branded, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> J, <laughs> just say Jana. <laughs> So there are two J's. <laughs> Jana, so moist this turkey is.
0: Char char-char. char char char. Char cha char. Char cha char. <laughs> so
1: easy is it? It
0: it is. <laughs> uh Oops. you get your eyesight right, right back. Fuck. <laughs> Maybe it's not that easy. I got all khaki. You get your sight back right now, you big baby. <laughs> <laughs> Lotus flowers. <Bwah>! <laughs>
1: <laughs> that could be a comment for almost any episode. It really could.
0: So yeah, I think that's all the uh, listener comments I think we got. that's all of them. Yeah. You know, we really should try and start asking people on Twitter, too. And maybe even Facebook, not just Instagram. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I yeah. want to start doing that. Yeah. All right, Amy. Are you ready for trivia?
0: I am, and I have a feeling you're going to get this, and also maybe we have the same one.
1: Oh, I have three different ones, so I'm ready.
0: I have two, so I'm ready. Let's go. Let's go. All right,
1: you you go first.
0: (laughs) Mm, Just going to freak you out with some boob shake first. Okay. Uh, (laughs) You're hypnotized. You're hypnotized. You're hypnotized. (laughs) What is the name of the submarine ship? Ah, dang it! I can tell you. Yeah. (laughs) That Tilly's husband has tattooed on him. That Gary has tattooed on him. (laughs) It's the
1: USS Trout, too. Fine.
0: I have another one. Great. What symbols are on the pendants or on the necklace of Tilly and Gary's? Wait, let me reword this. (laughs) What? Okay, so Gary... Okay, hold on. <laughs> so they're doing it. So they're fucking. So they're banging it out. And they're both wearing necklaces. And they both have different pendants that get entangled. What are the pendants on their necklace? So one is, a, one is a crucifix.
1: And that's Tilly. Mm-hmm. And now the other one, I don't know, it's a, a Hebrew symbol
0: of some it is. kind but I don't know. I know I don't know what it, I also meant to look up what it actually meant but I <laughs> <laughs> forgot to. So if anybody know hey um um thunder muffin <laughs> let us know. Let I don't know if you know. <laughs> but if you do, let us know what it is. <laughs> Probably should have looked that up. Fine, whatever. <laughs> that was my fucking trivia. What's yours? <laughs> Jesus. All right.
1: All right. I'll give you I'll give you two also if you want since you gave me two.
0: I want all three.
1: Well, one was the oh. the tattoo. <laughs> okay, yeah. Alright, give
0: me two. All
1: right. First one. How old is
0: Gary? Sixty-five. Yes. Ah because I remember oh. thinking that's not that old. You know, like he's not it's that not. old. All right, all right. I
1: gave you my easy one first. I gave you my easy one.
0: Okay. Ooh. The next
1: one. <clears throat> Amy. At the beginning of the episode, Hank's hanging up his Christmas lights and he double checks to make sure that all the lights are in correct color order. What is the correct color sequence of Hank's Christmas
0: lights? Oh, I am. I'm I'm picturing the scene. I can see Hank pointing and counting them out. And I'm pretty sure it starts with red. Yes. Because I was thinking red, blue, and white because of the American flag, but I know that's not it. So it's red white green, blue
1: No. Damn it!
0: Oh! I wanted you
1: to get that one. I Damn. would have been so excited. I know! Alright, what is it? It's red, blue, green, white. Fuck! That- <sighs> I, was, I, I thought you were going
0: to get that for a second. I thought I was, so was going to get it, too. Oh, I've never been so disappointed in trivia. Ooh, that, was tough <laughs> one. that was a tough one. I, I got I got at least one. I got one right. Mm. Hmm. I guess trivia is yours this week. I think we're even Stevens, huh? No, because you got both right. And I only got one of the two.
1: Well, the, you know, the, the, what is it? The res- the oh, God damn it, what is it? The result is still out. No, that- no, it
0: counts. That totally counts. All right. Do you know what the next episode is? Yeah, we have to go back to the next episode, like Dr. Dre. Um, That's right. <laughs> so <laughs> it's jumping crack bass. It's a gas, gas, gas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is that right? Cool.
0: I love that one. I can't wait. I'm pretty sure that's the one. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. I couldn't remember for a second, but yes, it is. And I am excited nice. about that one as well. More awesome. drug use. I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait to tell our crack stories. I know. Oh my god. Everyone tell us about your best crack story. <laughs> yes. Or or any drug that's like an, an upper any kind of amphetamine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Your least your least sad crack story.
0: <laughs> I want to hear
1: about how clean you got your apartment, not, you know, how your life fell apart.
0: <laughs> unless you got it back together. Yeah. And now it's really clean. Yeah. But you're, unless, unless you have gotten sober, like, let's hear those stories. Yeah, we'll take them all. Yeah, whatever. Whatever you want to give us.
1: Or, I guess, your best fishing stories, too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Boring. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. All
0: right. Is that it?
1: I think that's it, Amy. Okey-dokey. A very happy holidays to everyone. A very Merry Christmas, but a very all-inclusive <laughs> happy holidays to come everyone.
0: Come at us, conservatives.
1: Bring it on. <laughs> yeah. Come at us, Starbucks cups. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, any final thoughts, Amy?
0: Hmm. Your parents have needs. Oh my just, god. Just, just like we all do. They're humans, and they love, and they sex, and you know what? Sometimes we just have to accept that. Yeah. <laughs> and also, tis the season to give and receive and and receive. Wink.
1: and just you know again happy happy holland days everyone we love you (laughs) and you know we love you
0: i don't want a lot for christmas there is just one thing i need (laughs) <laughs> I think
1: that's how we should end it <laughs> and until next time listeners
0: Viacondios last Christmas, Christmas I, I gave you a in my heart, heart, but the very, very next nice, so. <laughs> you <laughs> it away.